you know, I think our teachers are really hungry to learn and they want to be the best and they want to, you know, really be promoting that mathematical thinking and joy of math and students. So how can we provide them with opportunities to really foster that? Welcome to the Indian Prairie Podcast. We're your hosts, Brian Jovany, Director of Innovation. And Candy Michelli, Director of Professional Learning. In today's episode, we are excited to welcome two educators from our CNI team to talk about middle school math updates. Welcome, Tara and Jessica. Can you take a moment to introduce yourselves? Hi, uh, my name is Tara Fowler. I am the Director of Middle School Core Curriculum. And I am Jessica Bogie, the new District Math Coordinator for K-12. Thank you both for being here. We're excited to talk to you today. And we're going to start our conversation off a little bit. We know that you've spent a lot of time last year updating the middle school math curriculum, which was certainly interesting to do that during a pandemic. But here we are at the beginning of the school year. Can you share with us updates on the work that you're currently doing? It's actually been a multi-year project. So we definitely have to give a shout out to our middle school math curriculum team members. They have been incredible and have persevered through a, a lengthy process. And then, as you mentioned, Candy, only compounded by last year with the pandemic, but they were incredible. And so for this year, we are excited that we are rolling out our new middle school core math resource, which big ideas math. Um, We had several members of the curriculum team have piloted it over the course of a couple of years and have some familiarity, but all in all, we're on a new platform this year. Big ideas actually updated to the 2022 version over the summer, and we decided to move forward with the new materials so that we could have the latest and greatest. In addition to the new core resource being new for everyone, the math curriculum team did a lot of work last school year and over the summer to really update our common assessments, which are obviously aligned to Illinois math standards, but are a nod to what teachers would see in the Big Ideas platform. So we wanted to make sure that there was some alignment. So that's really kind of what's new and updated for this year. Uh, That's a lot of work, a lot of collaboration. Not only are you looking at a new resource, but common assessments are to make sure they're aligned to state standards. The new resource is a lot of collaboration. Jessica, what did that look like? What was the process to kind of get to where we are today? We piloted a lot and looked at a lot of different resources in regards to what we wanted to see for math teaching and learning in the district. And we had lots of really great conversations over the course of the last handful of years with our pilot team talking about what we want students to do what we want students to leave each grade level being able to do. And one of the things that came out is that we wanted a resource that provided a digital aspect in addition to having a lot of resources for interventions, for accelerating kids and having a lot of those resources so teachers can do their best job. So throughout this process, um, when you're talking about the collaboration, you're obviously having ongoing conversations. What has the group continued to discuss about the importance for student learning specific to math? Yeah, so I mean, collaboration is really key in any school year. And we try to, you know, create a a climate and encourage not only collaboration across the seven middle schools, but then obviously in those PLC teams in the building is super important. Um, So we've had to get a little bit creative, obviously, given our current circumstances. So in terms of collaboration, I mean, we've had constant collaboration with the middle school curriculum team members which their role is really to be that voice and the representative for their building and their grade level so that we are, you know, keeping all math teachers in that feedback loop. So for this year, in terms of collaboration, of course, leveraging those building level PLCs with those curriculum team members being the voice and kind of the liaison with us, um, we have set up some opportunities for us to do. We want to do some ongoing check-ins 
with the middle school math curriculum team. I mean, of course, any it's always challenging to roll out a new resource. Um, there are kinks that you have to work through and just getting acclimated to the new resource with new common assessments. You know, they're not perfection and they are things that we'll, we'll need to evolve and we'll need to tweak. We're going to be working with the math curriculum team to kind of do some check-ins. How's it going? What additional support is needed? As well as, I know Jessica can speak to this, she's working on kind of like a Google survey feedback that can be sent for all math teachers um, to give us some feedback on how are things going, big ideas, what are some updates we can make to the curriculum, to the common assessments. And then because we know that, you know, curriculum work, especially when it's new like this, is a work in progress, um, we also have some time set aside that are more like working times with the curriculum team that we can really dig into that feedback from all math teachers and then make the changes based on the feedback so that we are, you know, putting the best in front of our teachers and then ultimately our students. I took some time to put together a PD calendar that I'm still working on for a second semester too. But for first semester, um, every other Tuesday is a touch base Tuesday for teachers from 730 to 9 to be able to hop on a Zoom and meet with me and ask any questions. I'm going to move forward a little bit with a little bit more focus. So if there are specific questions regarding certain aspects of either our resource, the curriculum, or common assessments, we'll focus on that. We're looking at during second semester, taking some time to do some book studies to guide us a little bit more towards what we want that teaching and learning to look like in the district. Additionally, Tara did mention the Google form. So one of the things that's important for me in this role is to make sure that I'm taking the time to hear what the teachers need and what they want and how to best support them. So I've created a Google form in regards to what they did in the chapter, what resources they liked, what they didn't like, changes or modifications or suggestions for common assessments. And yes, we have our curriculum team that will meet, but this will also provide the voice for all the teachers um, that take the time to fill that out so we can continue to build our resource library and the things that we offer our teachers and common assessments in the future. Highlighted a topic that we like to talk about a lot, the instruction. Obviously, the curriculum is a collaborative effort to kind of build that roadmap and outcomes for the course and units. But obviously, when a teacher gets into the classroom in front of 30 students, you know, the art of instruction, they, they flex depending on what the students need in front of them and when they need it and how they do that. But obviously, there's best practices approach in every subject. You kind of talked a little bit about that in terms of math and book studies. What are you guys highlighting in terms of some of those things or maybe some books that you're kind of looking at to really kind of focus in on some of those things that are successful in the classroom to support student learning? Well, one of the things that I talked about, even when I interviewed for this position, was that our district needs to have a balanced approach to mathematics, which includes the conceptual understanding, taking time for that inquiry, which is where my book study is going to come in, is Building Thinking Classrooms, um, which is a fantastic book written by someone who I know really well and talks about how to bring the aspect of being a mathematician into our classrooms um, and to have the students up and talking and discourse and moving around the room, which we know is key for our middle school math students. Additionally, that fluency piece that comes through the number talks and the conversations that teachers are having with their students. Um, Big Ideas has some of those built in, but also I think we're going to look at to extending that. That's a summer course, possibly also offering it in the spring. And then 
just being able to make sure that our teachers understand that Big Ideas is a resource and that we want a mix of digital and partner and group and individual activities um, where students are getting up and being active or sitting and reflecting and writing and taking that time to have a good mix of those. When you're talking about all the different resources that people are using, that it's, I think some people that maybe aren't part of education or think about the times that they are in education, they think about like a math teacher might just have a book with an answer in it and they're just standing at the front and they're doing math um, problems at the front. And there's so much more to that. And I don't know that everyone outside of education or doesn't teach math to that extent even understands all the work that is going on to help support students just understanding math and loving math. Like I personally wasn't a kid that loved math, but when I learned how to teach math and do math in a different way and see other kids, I've learned to grow and love it in in certain ways. So I love that you guys are helping support our teachers in that process. We love asking this question and we'll probably ask you both. You kind of talked to like a little glimmer of the future of professional learning and a little bit of what's next, but in big picture, you can talk about math or anything at middle school. What's next for you? I think in terms of math, What's next? You know, again, our number one focus this year is just helping teachers get acclimated to a new core resource. I mean, there's so much to that. And just trying to navigate that, especially, you know, coming off of last year, that in and of itself is a challenge. And we want to make sure that we're supporting that before we're adding in layers or taking it to the next level. So that in, in terms of math, that and refining our common assessments in our curriculum is really our number one focus this year. And then as Jessica said, you know, working with the curriculum team and with feedback from math teachers to really talk about like, what is our long-term professional learning plan? What, what else do we want to learn about? How can we dig into what does instruction look like in the classroom, really regardless of the resource that you're using? What are those best practices? And just those opportunities for, you know, I think our teachers are really hungry to learn and they want to be the best and they want to you know, really be promoting that mathematical thinking and joy of math and students. So how can we provide them with opportunities to really foster that, even if it's just getting out of their way and giving them a space to collaborate and to learn? The one thing that I would add is that uh, we want to give teachers time. We want to give them time to acclimate to the resource, to dig in, to find out what they like, what they want to change, what they want to see differently, um, but also give them time to collaborate to reflect and to continue to build their own personal learning. Some great things that are happening and it's awesome to see what's next and some of the the work and the struggles that goes through that. Uh, As both of you have connected over the past year with the pilot teams, what are some of those things we can celebrate, whether it's with math instruction and just great things that are happening with our students or just the new resource and what can we celebrate the number one thing to celebrate is having students back in the classroom. Even though I, you know, we had a lot of really great digital tools and resources that were in place even prior to last school year that teachers were using and really leveraging. Um, I think that we've all learned that there are some things that, you know, we should continue and that we want to carry into the school year and beyond. But I also think that we all have learned that really when it comes to teaching and learning, nothing can replace that face-to-face interaction and teachers, you know, digging in and working with kids in the classroom. It just makes me think of, I was talking with one of our math teachers a couple of days ago, and she was saying, you know, the best thing is having kids come in and just be so excited about math and saying, you know, this is my my favorite class. I look forward to this, you know, being able to talk with other kids about math and, and really like you know, that it's more of a collaborative approach. You know, I mean, you can only, 
you can collaborate virtually, but it's just not the same as being in person and really working together towards a common goal or learning together. Well, one of the things that I want to celebrate too is that being on the curriculum committee and hearing the conversations about what the teachers wanted to see, right? What we wanted in a resource, what we were looking for, how we wanted to challenge our students, how we wanted to make sure we had enough resources to help students when they were struggling. Um, and obviously we know that not everyone always agrees on what we want to see, but at some point we did come and have the discussions about the things that were important to us. And we can utilize our Big Ideas resource in addition to IXL and in addition to the resources that teachers already have and have been using to build and hit the standards exactly where they need to be hit. Being out in the classrooms, watching the teachers and the students having those conversations already. We've seen some number talks. We've seen some tech issues here and there. We know we've dealt with a little bit with big ideas at the beginning of the year, but watching the students help each other and the teachers walking around and troubleshooting that is showing that collaboration already building in the classrooms. And that's so important as they move forward to learning um, all the standards and their material this year. Well, we thank you both uh, for being with us today. Certainly want to celebrate the two of you and all your hard work and leadership on the implementation of a new curriculum. But I love um, how you continuously are affirming all the hard work of the committee and the teachers that are um, partnering with you in this project. So thanks for everything you do. Thank you. Thank you. We would like to thank both Jessica and Tara for their time today. We love to hear about all the exciting work at the middle school level specific to math. We would like to thank members of our curriculum instruction team for their leadership on this topic and extend a special thank you to members of our communications department, Lisa Berry and Clayton Urbanic, for making the podcast happen. If you have any further questions, please email your questions to curriculum at ipsd.org. We thank you for your time today and hope you enjoyed being part of the conversation.